Welcome to the Weekly Transit, where we talk about what's happening in the planets and stars and how it affects us here on Earth. I'm Ingrid Iverson, and I'm here with my friend and brilliant astrologer, Scott Tajarian. Hello, Scott. Hello, Ingrid. What's going on? Planets and stars in the sky affecting life on Earth. Dude, this week I've had some crazy energetic shifts. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. Like what? Um, Just feeling much lighter. Hmm. and more clear about the lessons I've been needing to learn and have not learned in my past. Now I think I'm really learning them. So hopefully I get to move through some shit and not keep repeating it because I don't want to and it sucks. Yeah. I keep feeling like there is an energetic shift and I feel lighter and better about life. And then it kind of comes back like those negative feelings, the darkness kind of sneak back in but that's like what the planets you know that's what they're all about i always say two steps forward one step back two steps forward one step back so you're further than where you've been Mm -hmm. but then occasionally you'll kind of revert back to those old experiences again and you go through it in a new way and you react to it in a new way and then you can kind of put it to rest the lessons are a lifetime. And and when we get talking about this week, you know, we're going to be talking about a lot of the same subjects that we've been talking about since we began this podcast 20 weeks ago, because life is a lifelong lesson. The cycle of life. Yes, the cycle of life. And also when you don't thing is we need to work on once you fall off, you're reminded of that lesson. And yes. then you, you have to work on it all over again. And you might have a breakthrough. But then that breakthrough is like tested by life where you have to go through what you went through before to see if the breakthrough was real or a mirage. Yeah. See if you can actually handle life in a new way. Yes. That's it. Put it into practice. That's it. When you're born, your astrological code is created and you have these experiences that reflect the code and then they follow you. It's like a ripple that's (laughs) created through life. And you go through the same experiences again and again and again in a new way. And hopefully you get better at moving through those experiences. Astrology is really helping me be more grateful for the shit that's going down (sighs) and learning those lessons so I can move through life easier when things like this come up again, instead of just crying, poor me, like, why is this happening? Totally. We decided to be here on earth right now, so... We wanted these lessons, so we need to learn them. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. we're just going to feel like shit. (laughs) Yeah. Or life's going to be harder than it needs to be. Get in the game. You know, that's what life is. Get in the game. Be active in bettering yourself, making choices that will improve who you are. If you fight that or ignore that, if you're not engaged in life, then it becomes more difficult Because you can't ignore your problems for too long. I was listening to this healer woman in L.A., Kalisa Augustine, Uh and she was saying that people come to her 
and they want help, but they don't want to do the work. They just want to feel better. And she's like, like if you went to a personal trainer and you're like, I'm fat and I want to get fit or like I'm out of shape and I want to get fit, but I don't want to run and I really don't want to sweat. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, if we can just not do any of that, that would be cool. But I do want to be in shape. So like, what, what should I do? (laughs) Totally. People want the magic pill. Yeah. There's no magic pill. There is no magic pill. Life is challenging. It's, a struggle, but that really is also dependent on the effort that you're putting in. If you're not doing the work, then it's really hard. If you are doing the work, then it's more manageable. Yeah. If you want to run the marathon, you have to train. Otherwise you're going to die. (laughs) You're not going to make it to the finish line. Yes. Yes. So what do you have in store for us this week or what do the planets have in store for us? Well, like I said, we're, we're looking at a lot of the same themes this week. This year, we've talked a lot about relationships and communication in relationships. Uh, There was a period from April 9th until July 28th where Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, was in the sign of Gemini, which is the sign of communication. And it was in Gemini in a retrograde shadow between April 9th and July 28th. So what was created during this period was some confusion in relationships, some real challenges in relationships between April 9th and July 28th. Well, now Venus has moved on. And during that period, Mercury, the planet of communication, which rules Gemini, the sign of communication, was also in its retrograde shadow from June 1st until July 26th, and that was in Cancer. So it was causing us to really look back within our conscious mind towards our roots, how we were raised, how we were nurtured, and how our first relationships influenced the relationships that we have now as an adult. So now Mercury has moved on, and Venus has moved on. They're both out of their retrograde shadows, and people like you, myself, All of us, maybe, you know, are feeling like, okay, I went through some challenges in relationships then. I learned some lessons. I'm a better communicator in relationships. But now there are more tests to come, so to speak. So we're going to be looking at Venus in Leo, which is about sovereignty, sovereignty in relationships, opening your heart in relationships because Leo is the sign that that rules the heart. So it's about opening your heart in relationships. Mercury has now moved on to the sign that Venus rules, Libra. So Mercury, the planet of communication, is in the sign of relationships. Whereas a few months ago, Venus, the planet of relationships, was in the sign of communication. So what's the difference really when they're just kind of flip-flopped in a weird way? That's a good question. Venus is the planet that rules the senses as well as relationships. It's Venus in Gemini. It causes a real curiosity in terms of relationship. Maybe you're with someone and you're thinking about this other person that you might want to be with. Or or maybe your partner is the person that's looking outside the relationship. That's kind of what, what I see when I see Venus in Gemini. Mercury in Libra is about focusing your conscious mind in the area 
of your partnership. So really focusing your conscious mind in your partnership. But we can go to Monday. This is going to be the week of September 7th through the 13th. Yes. Yes. So Monday. Monday. September 7th. We're looking at the moon in Taurus. The moon is the planet of emotions. Taurus is the sign that represents... I feel like you want to say something. No, I'm just excited. (laughs) (laughs) I like Taurus. Yeah. Well, Taurus is is kind of a romantic sign. It's the sign that, that rules the senses, all matters of the material. So I think of the five senses. So it's about great food, great art, great comfort in clothes or or your environment. It's also the sign that represents financial security. So with the moon moving through Taurus, as it does every 28 days, it brings an emotional connection to your relationship with the material and your financial security. On Monday, the moon is going to be aligning with the sun, which is the giver of light, life, and vitality, which is transiting through Virgo. So Virgo is symbolized by the Virgin. It's all about perfection. And with the sun in Virgo, this is really a time for cleansing, cleansing the physical body, organizing your house, your apartment, wherever you live, organizing that, organizing your computer, organizing. Yeah, we're tied emotionally to the things that surround us. So make your space beautiful, indulge in your senses and yeah, get organized, get clean. Yes makes you be able to appreciate your surroundings when things are in order. Yes. It's a real harmonious connection between the sun in Virgo and the moon in Taurus because they're both earth signs. So earth understands earth. So it's a, it creates a trine, which is a very positive alignment. So hopefully the emotions are flowing very smoothly today. Um, but I think that they will be... If you are really taking an analytical look at your material situation, organizing that, cleaning it, and then maybe celebrating with a a nice, healthy meal. And even if you're not feeling good about it, I think a way to shift that energy is to just start cleaning. Just start cleaning house. Yeah. Once you start with that energy, a lot of the times it just kind of like pulls it out of you, like pulls you along. You want to keep cleaning because then you feel good. You start to feel good. You want to do more things that make you feel good. It's a nice way to kind of control what you can control. Like there's really not much that we can control in our life, but cleaning and organizing your space. So good. That's what feels good about it is like you're in control of it. Instant gratification. Yes. Yes. I actually had a late night the other night I was drinking the next morning I woke up and I was a little bit out of whack like if I don't eat a fucking vegetable I'm gonna freak out <laughs> I like cleaned the house I went to 365 and I bought every vegetable and fruit that there was because I had such a panic about getting like cleaning my insides and outsides like yeah so I'm ready for that day I'm preparing in advance very good well don't overindulge yourself <laughs> Now, Tuesday, September 8th, the moon moves on into Gemini. So now the moon has moved from Taurus, which is Earth, to Gemini, which is air. Gemini is the sign of communication. It's symbolized by the twins. It's about sharing ideas and connecting with others. So it's really about expressing your emotions, communicating your emotions. The moon is aligning with Venus, 
the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships in Leo, the sign symbolized by the lion. So Leo is fire, Gemini is air. This is another harmonious alignment. Air fuels fire, fire helps the air rise. So the moon, the emotions in Gemini, communicating your emotions with sovereignty, Venus in Leo, which is about sovereignty, opening your heart, and really expressing yourself in your close personal relationships. So to tie this into yesterday, cleaning house is really therapeutic and can create space in your mind. So if you tap into yesterday's energy about having a clear mind and a clear space, whatever insights you had, messages you got from cleaning your space, maybe you can communicate that to your partner or partners today. Yes. When I'm upset, I like to clean. And then through that, somehow magically, like cleaning my space clears my mind. And then I'm able to open up and talk about whatever has been on my mind that I need cleaned out. It helps you articulate yourself. You cleaned out your space, your closet, your dresser, and you feel a little lighter energetically in your mind. And maybe going through some of those things will bring up experiences that you've had with your partner. Wow. Right? Yeah. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, it's just a reflection. Your external world is a reflection of your internal world. Yes. Yeah, and getting rid of things and feeling lighter definitely translates into, you know, both both parts of yourself, the in, inside and outside. Yes. I like what you said. Clear space, clear mind. And when you have a clear mind, you can communicate clearly. Gemini is the sign that reflects the conscious mind as well as communication. So your mind is clear, you can open your heart and really connect. But now Wednesday. Uh-oh. <laughs> September Always, 9th. You're going to throw something at us, aren't you? Well, we're looking at three planets. I'll start with the harmonious, continuing on that flow. We've got the sun again, which is now a little more than halfway through Virgo, symbolized by the Virgin, bringing light, life, and vitality to the daily grind, your job, your, uh, your health, your diet, your how you take care of yourself, your daily routine. That's part of Virgo? That's Virgo, yes. Focusing on the details of life in terms of the material. I'm still really getting a grasp for Virgo, and I am a Virgo. I, I think I feel my best when I apply all of those, having a routine every day, getting into the details of everyday life. That really helps me feel like a normal, happy, well-oiled machine. Well, think about it like this. The sun is like the battery that charges your, your whole existence as a human being. So if you're doing what your battery is set to then you feel natural and normal. Mm. And your battery is set to Virgo. <laughs> so on Wednesday, the sun is aligning with Jupiter, the planet of expansion, the god of thunder, lord of justice, in the sign of Capricorn, which, like Virgo, is an earth sign. So this is the virgin and the goat. They're both earth signs. This creates another trine, uh, which is very harmonious. So... Capricorn is a sign that represents your career, 
Virgo is the sign that represents your daily routine. So there could be something involved with your career, uh, your schedule, uh, looking at the details of what it is you want to achieve in the material world and how you can expand, maybe take a big step in a way towards your goals. Could it have anything to do with incorporating your daily routine and that sort of like regularity and attention to detail in your career life, pursuing those small steps and getting things in order for achieving your goals? Yes. Yes. Is it a good day for a list? For sure. A list, but a list that is really planning for the future. So looking towards the future. That's what this is about. Not not so much daily as like today, what I'm going to get done today. It's looking down the road. Putting shit on your calendar. Yes. Okay. Looking down the road in terms of your job, your schedule, and what you want it to look like in the future for your career. But there's one other piece today on Wednesday. There's Mars, the planet of action. Nice. Which is the planet that you need to like give you that jump start to go wherever it is you want to go. But today it begins its retrograde course. So it's been stuck in the sky for some time now. It slowed down. It moved into its shadow on July 25th, Mars. And so since July 25th, it's been gradually slowing down. So it's kind of like you're running up an escalator that's moving up and you know when you do that and it feels like you're you're really flying almost but then the escalator starts to slow down and now it's stopped and it's going to start moving backwards so the climb up is going to get more challenging mars is going to be retrograde until november 13th and it doesn't move out of its shadow until january 3rd so definitely a good day since action is kind of coming to a halt to just plan for the future. You don't need to try to like push forward and go like against what is happening in the planets, slow down, plan for the future, put some dates on your calendar. So when shit starts moving in that direction again, you can harness that go energy when it's available to you. Totally. Totally. Be, be proud of the little things that you accomplish during this period. Keep moving forward. But like you said, slow down. If you're trying to do too much too fast, you might be like a child that's learning to walk and walks too fast and loses its balance and falls on its face. So, but you may not even have the opportunity to move forward that quickly because it's going to feel like a lot of stagnation. But that doesn't mean to give up, keep pushing forward. It's like climbing with 10 pound weights on your ankles. You'll get stronger through this period. And also still channeling that Virgo energy of like looking at the details while you're in that slow down state. Look at the why behind what you're planning for and just be very intentional and meticulous in planning for the future. Like you said, don't just start running full speed. How are you going to get there? Like what are the steps that you need to take? We don't always like to slow down. So this is just an invitation to create that space to really sit with what you want for the future before you just start running after something that you didn't even plan for. (laughs) Exactly. Thursday, September 10th, we're looking at Mercury, as we talked about at the top, the planet of communication that represents the conscious mind. It's in Libra, which is the sign 
symbolized by the scales, which represents harmony, balance, equanimity, grace, relationships. It, Mercury is in opposition to Chiron, the wounded healer. Chiron is also the key to ancient wisdom through healing this wound. So Chiron has been transiting through Aries since 2019. Aries is the sign symbolized by the ram. So that's where Mars is from yesterday. Mars rules Aries. Chiron is also in Aries with Mars. So this is the sign symbolized by the ram. It represents courage, bravery, leadership, taking the initiative, confidence. And having Chiron in Aries represents the wound to your self-confidence. Everybody is being asked to look at where your self-confidence was wounded. And with Mercury, directly opposite Chiron today, we're being asked to look at where your self-confidence has been wounded in relationships. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I have been going through that so much. So this is this is the big lesson that we've all been preparing for. Yep, exactly. So when is Chiron move? Out of Aries? Yeah. It's uh, several years down the road, about oh. another f five years. So we're going to be working on healing the wound to our self-confidence for the past two years and then the next five years. Yes. It okay. stays in a sign for about seven years. So this is exactly like what you were talking about at the top where it's like, I feel like I'm kind of learning these lessons over and over again. It takes time <laughs> to learn these lessons. And you're not going to heal the wound to your self-confidence overnight. It's going to take years. And this is one of those key points where Mercury in Libra, the planet of relationships, you might have an experience where the way that you are communicating in your relationship triggers a wound to your self-confidence. And just take it as, oh, this is where it is. What am I learning from this experience? A good reminder to listen to our emotional triggers. When something comes up that pokes at us, that's that's the key to unlocking the wisdom. What is there that hurts us? Mm -hmm. And what can we do to move through it? Not totally. just getting upset, but like actually giving it some attention and looking into the why behind what we're feeling. If you're on a hike and you feel something in your shoe, do you keep hiking? <laughs> or do you take off your shoe and dump out the rock? I mean, that's what this is. That's what that trigger point is. Stop. Pay attention to what happened. What was this experience and why do I feel the way that I do? Maybe an even better, like more intense example is like stepping on a splinter. Ooh, yeah. Because once the splinter is in there, you can't keep walking <laughs> unless you like dig in and get it out. And sometimes the, that part is really uncomfortable, the getting it out. So even th though it's uncomfortable to sit with those feelings of lack of confidence and that wound... Once you get it out, even though it sucks trying to pull it out, you're going to feel so much better oh, when you God. do. Yeah, relief. It's, it's definitely worth it. Yes. Friday, September 11th. This is a day of some healing, perhaps, after experiencing that connection with the wound. Because we're looking at the sun again in Virgo. And now the sun, just like Mercury did with Chiron yesterday, formed an opposition. Today, the sun in Virgo forms an opposition with Neptune in Pisces. They're both compassionate signs? Well, Neptune is the compassionate sign. 
and the sun, its light, is in opposition to Neptune. So it's shining right on it. Right on it. Right on it. From the Earth sign of Virgo. So it's bringing some reality to the dream, some details to the dream. Neptune and Pisces are all about the dream. Fantasy, illusion, but compassion, intuition. To touch on yesterday, we have that wound. We might have pulled out the splinter, but we didn't really know why it happened. But today we're able to maybe see things a little more objectively, whatever dream world we were in. We can see how it happened and have compassion and just accept the things that are happening in our life and move through them with grace and less friction and less like tension, being able to let go of the why things happened and just allow for the healing to come through. That's the beauty of Neptune and Pisces connecting with the sun and Virgo when you're talking about like the tension. The earth signs tend to be a little more rigid and Virgo, the virgin, is definitely more rigid, very critical. But Neptune, Pisces, the fish, they're just, you know, flowing through the water. So it's water and earth. Water nurtures the earth. And so that creates, that eases some of that tension there. You can also add healing water energy into some self-care for healing, a bath or a beach day, mm, some yeah. phys- a physical manifestation of that healing. Yes. I'm a Virgo, and my lesson is always to go with the flow. And when I do, so much healing happens, but I grasp onto things so tightly. It's like this crazy habit, and it is very rigid. That's just your nature. You know? <laughs> so you got to go easy on yourself for being so hard on yourself (laughs) (laughs) once i let go a little bit and i allow that it makes me just feel so much lighter Hmm. so saturday september 12th so we're looking at mercury in libra so this is the planet of communication the planet of the conscious mind how you think receive information process that information and share information with other people Mercury is in Libra, which is symbolized by the scales. It represents balance, harmony, equanimity, relationships. Mercury is connecting with Uranus, and Uranus is in Taurus. So Uranus is the planet of the unexpected, the planet of innovation, invention, revolution, and rebellion. It is in Taurus, which is the sign that represents financial security and all material matters, including art, culture, and food. So Uranus in Taurus is shaking up our material security, really asking us what it is we value in the material world and why. Why do I need these material things, whatever they may be? Now, connecting to Mercury is aligning that sentiment with relationships. So thinking about your partnerships and how you communicate with your partner about money, about, yeah, I want this couch and not that couch, or we need to buy this and not that, or whatever it may be. So it's kind of aligning the way that you think about money and the material with your partner. And this could create some uncomfortable conversations. So this is a day for compromise, communication, but also compromise. Yeah, I like that. Compromise. And I think of, you know, Libra's the scales. And so it's about keeping balance. So, okay, well, I'm going to give you this, but then I want this in return. I want to pick the couch, but you can pick the car. (laughs) 
There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And it can be your, you know, a partner. It can be a family relationship. It can be a business relationship. So yeah, bringing that compromise and give and take in the relationship into... Into whatever close relationship that you have. It doesn't just have to be a lover or a spouse. It can be your best friend, a business partner, a close personal relationship. That could also mean that maybe something is out of whack. Like, I always bring us lunch. Mm. And you always say thank you, but, you know, next time maybe you can... You get dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Working out that balance. Bringing up where things are imbalanced so you can bring things back to harmony. And remember that Uranus is the planet of innovation. So really thinking outside of the norm in order to find that compromise, that balance. I like to bring the food and maybe you can do something else for me that I really need that I don't want to do. Yes. It's unique to the partnership. Just like no two people are exactly alike, no two partnerships are exactly alike. So really do what works for you and the partner. There's a third planet on Saturday that I want to mention. Today, Jupiter ends its retrograde transit. So Jupiter is the planet of expansion, the god of thunder, lord of justice. It's been moving backwards for some time now. And now it's going to begin to slowly move forward through Capricorn, which is the sign symbolized by the goat, representing ambition, achievement, and authority. So maybe this day is more about business relationships. Could be. Could be. I just, I think it's, I think Jupiter moving forward, well, the hope is that it's going to bring fortune into career. Uh, But it all depends on how your astrological code is aligned with Jupiter. Either way, it's going to be expanding your attention to authority and how you relate to authority, possibly bring justice in the authoritative realm in some way. We'll have to see how it all plays out. So would this tie into Mercury and Libra communicating, um, things might be out of balance communicating that so then you can rebalance your relationship and then that kind of brings you into good fortune things change in your business relationship because you've balanced the scales and things are working or by communicating what you need in relationship so that there is balance you feel that you have received what is right what is fair jupiter is the planet of justice and ethics so it's about doing what is right So you may have to have an uncomfortable conversation about money. To get what you deserve. Yeah, exactly. With an authority. Sunday, September 13th, Venus, which we talked about earlier in the week, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, Lady Luck, in Leo, the sign symbolized by the lion, which rules the heart. So we're opening our hearts in relationship, is aligning with... Chiron in Aries. Chiron is the wounded healer, the symbol of ancient wisdom. Aries is the sign symbolized by the ram, confidence, courage, bravery. These are the two most confident signs. Leo, the lion, Aries, the ram. They're both fire signs. This creates a very harmonious alignment. Again, a trine. This is the third time I've talked about this alignment this week. 
So it's really offering an opportunity for you to open your heart, express how you feel in your relationship so that you can heal the wound to your self-confidence in relationship, being bold in how you express yourself from a place of sovereignty. The lion does not fear anyone or anything. So it's about really speaking from a place of confidence and what you need in relationship. Would you incorporate maybe taking some time to yourself to really reflect on what it is you want to communicate? Well, I think Chiron is always meant to have you reflect because the wound came from somewhere. So where did it come from? Why did it happen? How have I responded to this wound? So once you have clarity around that, then you're able to reconcile what occurred, find forgiveness for yourself and for the one or ones who wounded you, and then move forward with greater confidence. So this is really looking at your wound to your self-confidence. As we talked about earlier in the week when Chiron was opposite Mercury, this is a week about really looking at the wound to your self-confidence in relationships. And that happened somewhere down the line. Why did it happen? Who did it happen with? What were the circumstances? And how did it change you from who you were then to who you are now? This gives us an opportunity to decide who we want to be in the future when we can look in our past and see why something happened, shift those feelings, bring some awareness to the wounds that we have, and decide how to move forward in a different way and react differently to the things that used to be our wound. From wound to wisdom. That's how you want to transmute it. You had this experience, it hurt you, but now you're wiser because of it. And when you can see that, you can share it with other people and you help heal their wounds. Yes. I like that. From wound wound to wisdom. Is that the that's the theme of the week? There we go. I like that. <laughs> cool. Anything else for us? That's it for the week of September 7th. Beautiful. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. We'll see you next time. See you next time. All right. Well, wrapping up the week, if you want to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Transit, we post every day uh, little tips on what we talk about here on the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, you can rate us five stars on iTunes or Spotify. The Weekly Transit was edited by Ingrid Iverson. If you'd like to follow The Weekly Transit email or if you'd like a reading with Scott, theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it.